This is Spin Control, a Fibercraft podcast by a joyful girl. everybody. Welcome to Spin Control, episode 87, Lucky. In this episode, I've got some knitting, some spinning, a little tale for you about some strange luck of mine, and I get all spun up about the first formal class that I have ever taken. But of course, we should probably kick this all off with some updates. To begin, I've got some festival updates. Oh gosh, it's been two weeks now. I meant to record last weekend, but I didn't quite get around to it because I was under the weather. But May 2nd through 4th, or I'm sorry, May 1st through the 3rd, me and my friend Tanya and my family, most of my family, ha ha ha, we uh, successfully conquered Maryland Sheep and Wool. And it was pretty awesome. There was quite a bit going on with that. We, um, Conquered the fleece sale. I ended up with two beautiful fleece. A, I believe, uh I got a Lincoln and a Corydale, and they're beautiful, and I love them, and I can't wait to process them. Right now, they are just kind of hanging out in the craft room, not doing too much. Standing by, I guess, (laughs) for me to decide what I'm going to do with them. Um, I there there was quite a bit of of you know stash enhancement. My goal for the festival because I didn't really have any extremely specific like purchase goals when I went in I just kind of put on my list that I wanted some exotic fiber because I didn't have any I ended up with some bison and some angora and some yak and that was pretty awesome I can't wait to kind of play with those that'll be fun and wonderful and it was really just like an all-around great Maryland sheep and wool Uh, highlights of course were getting to catch up with people that I communicate with online and people I haven't seen in like forever I ran into Sandy, who I've had a pleasure of meeting a couple times at Maryland Sheep and Wool, and it was great to see her. I met Tara, that I've been communicating with on Ravelry, and that was pretty awesome. And I also got to catch up for a few minutes with Laura and Leslie from The Knit Girls. We've hung out a few times in the past at different events, and that's pretty awesome. I missed, I don't know how it happened, but I missed um, Allison. Even though we totally intended to catch up, it just did not happen this time around, but... Other than that, it was great. The girls each got to spend part of the time with me, and that was awesome, and we had fun, and it was just a wonderful time, and I'm really, really glad that I made it out this year. We're still planning our pilgrimage to Black Sheep Gathering. Pretty excited about that. That should be a lot of fun. My mom's totally stoked. Everybody's got their flights booked, and our hotel is secure, and, you know, I could actually begin planning for that now that we've passed Maryland Sheep and Wool, and that should be pretty awesome. So that is what I have for a festival update. Other updates. I have some life updates, I guess. Um, So my children are aging. That sounds really strange, I guess. (laughs) My children are getting older, which is, you know, a little bit of shock for mommy. Uh, Bird, as you may recall, is 17 years old. She just went to her first prom this year, her junior prom. She uh, took her SATs, and she's getting older, and it's, you know... I think she's going to be just fine. We talked a lot about her in the last episode. And that's pretty fun, though. It was nice to see her, you know, I guess, survive the drama of prom. Because leading up to it, there unfortunately was lots of drama with one of her groups of friends. But it all worked out. And she had a great time with her theater friends, which is always, like, reassuring. I'm glad that my kids are involved in stuff. 
you know, so they know a lot of people and, you know, they, they just get along with everybody and it makes me pretty happy. In addition, in life updates, a strange turn of events has happened. Um, a friend of mine owns a small IT company and she asked me if I would do some consulting work for her and in marketing and public relations, which is a cool idea. A little scary for me. It's kind of a very grown up thing to do. You know, I've kind of, you know, worked within the confines of the military to do this stuff. I definitely think that I have the skills to help her. I definitely have, I've like taken a look at some of her stuff, like their web presence and their social media presence. And they certainly, certainly need some help with their image, I think. And I have pretty much decided that I'm going to take that on for her. I, I've been thinking about it over the past couple weeks because that was a pretty big commitment, you know, with everything else I've got going on in my life. But I think I can come to an arrangement where she gets benefit out of it. You know, I make some yarn money, which is always good, right? <laughs> Especially with a festival around a corner. And it gets you to work out with everybody, for everybody. So that's a venture. I guess it's an adventure as I grow up and try to decide what I want to do in what's ahead. So that, my friends, is pretty much what I've got going on in updates. So I guess it's time to get this podcast started. And now it is on to spin a tail. And in this edition, I have a little story for you about luck. And I'm trying to decide whether it's luck or if there's something strange in the soil in Maryland. I know, right? Like, I bet you're really intrigued to figure out what I'm going to talk about. Here's the deal. Here is what's been going on. Um, on April 29th, randomly, uh, at my facility at work, we were, you know, getting ready for spring and we decided to do, like, there were some issues with some groundskeeping stuff that was going on. So, you know, the military members were helping out and we were doing some grounds work and I found a six leaf clover. Yeah, really, six leaves, totally strange and unusual. So that was April 29th. Since I found a six leaf clover later that afternoon at home, I found a four-leaf clover and a five-leaf clover. I had never seen any multi-leaf clover besides three in my entire life. When we first moved to Maryland, my daughter, we were like at some random event. We were, I think, at a fair or something. And we were sitting down watching like a little magic show or something. And she looks down between her feet and she sees a four-leaf clover. It was the first time I'd ever seen one in my life, right? And it was totally intriguing and wonderful and cool. And we pressed it and dried it and we put it in uh, lamination for her. And until the end of April, I'd never found one on my own. But since then, like that's, okay, so that's a four-leaf clover, a five-leaf clover, and a six-leaf clover all in the same day. How crazy is that, right? The six-leaf clover I found at work, the four and the five I found at home. Since then, I have found one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, six more four-leaf clovers, another five-leaf clover, all in the last like two and a half weeks. Is that insane? And I know that if I go out into my backyard, like right now, into this one like clover pet, where there's like two clover patches in the yard, I know I could find another one like in a snap and it's so crazy. So there is either something in the soil in Maryland that causes an abundance of four-leaf clovers, or I, like the universe is trying to tell me that everything's gonna be okay. You know, I've been pondering quite a bit about my life and I think that no matter what I believe about luck or four-leaf clovers or any of that stuff, you know, it could be a positive thing. So that's just the crazy, like the craziest thing. And I'm not kidding. I could literally go out in my yard right now and find another one. Can you imagine that? That is just so crazy. There are so many. So I just, it's 
I just wanted to share that with you. Like, I'm totally perplexed at how this is happening and totally pleased. And, you know, I mean, it was one of those things. Actually, it was all the clovers were kind of, I, like, and it all happened, like, in the same time frame that I was deciding whether or not to uh, take on the consulting gig. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. This is, this is it. I'm going to do this consulting gig. It's going to be just fine. Uh, it's the world telling me that things are going to line up for us and things are going to be great. So that, my friends, is my little tale about crazy luck. And hopefully my luck continues and the universe continues to shine on us. And now it is on to spinning my wheels. Since last we spoke, I have been quite productive. And you know how I feel about that. I really like when I make progress on things. Last episode, I had cast on a tank top and a pair of socks and actually managed to finish them both, which of course for me is a huge shocker. So 2014 was a hugely disappointing and pitiful, pitiful year for finishing projects and starting projects. I actually only finished two items last year. Two. Like I finished two projects and that is it. Two. Pitiful. Absolutely 100% pitiful. So far this year I feel like I'm kicking butt like compared to that. Okay? Like seriously kicking butt compared to that. So I finished my Maryland Sheep and Wool tank top which is awesome. It fit. It looked good. I was so super very happy with it and I've updated like all the project stuff on that so you could see it online if you are at all interested in that. And I finished the pair of socks that I had cast on for Itty Bitty, which is fantastic. I finished all those things. And it makes me happy. Very, very happy. So since then, I've actually cast on two additional items. So I cast on a pair of short socks for Bird. And I cast on a shawl. It's more of a wrap, I guess, that I'm making for my Tanya. So her birthday is in about mm, 10 days. And of course, I uh, waited, of course, way too long. And uh, I cast on a giant wrap for her with minimal time to get it done. But now that I'm actually doing the, um, I'm past the, like the base of the wrap and the repeats for this um, eyelet section that it has in it are going really quickly. Cause like there's no counting involved or anything like that. It's actually quite cool. And it makes me happy. So I should, if I commit, you know, the time I need to, to it, I should be able to finish that in time for her birthday. And like, I think I told you this, but she keeps making me socks and I don't make people socks besides my immediate family. So I cannot return the favor in kind. So I have to make her something else. You know, I need to commit all those stitches to her so she knows that I care for her and that I love her and that she is my friend and that I understand you know, when you knit for somebody, that's a big commitment. And I think that she needs to know that I care enough to knit for her. And I know she'll love it and take care of it and appreciate it. Knitters typically are good recipients of knitted items, right? So I'm making good progress on that. And I just can't believe how few things I finished last year. I mean, seriously pitiful. But I'm already like whooping that record from last year. You know, I finished, God, just in the past like month, I finished two pair of socks and a sweater and a tank top. That's pretty awesome. I don't know if I'm going to get to the item that I wanted to knit in like to wear at Black Sheep Gathering. I'm not sure if I'm going to have time for that. I'll try, but who knows. But I'm making some super great progress on my knitting and that is very pleasant surprise. In spinning, I 
the last episode I was plying on the Swap Challenge yarn that I had and that is all finished and it is a lovely lovely yarn and I can't wait to knit with it. I think that I'm going to make a cowl, an Oregon cowl, but I haven't totally 100% committed to that, so we'll see. So that's really where I've been focusing on the spinning. I've taken on a new project. I'm kind of proud of myself. I'm branching out a little bit. You may hear in the background the noise of me carding and blending some fiber on my hand cards, which is pretty fun. This is the first time I've ever really carded anything or, you know, really done anything on my hand cards in terms of blending. So we'll see how this turns out. I hope it turns out great because it's a lot of fiber that goes along with this challenge. And I don't want to mess it up. I'm nervous, I guess. But I'm proud of myself for branching out and conquering this little fear of mine. And if all goes well, it will be a beautiful yarn. And I'll be very happy with it. So we shall see. What else has been going on in spinning my wheel? I guess there's not a whole ton besides that. Um, the biggest project is almost done. I did some craft sewing for work. That's a crazy long, unusual story. So I won't bore you with that. But the room is as good as I can get it at this point. I have like 95% of my stuff put away, which is fantastic. And what I need to do is really make sure that everything's functional, you know, that I can actually use the space as I would like to get to use it. And so far it's working out. Like I'm putting things back where they belong. I can find everything when I need it. And I just really think I need to rethink some of my storage issues. Like the last house we live in had a spare, a real spare bedroom where I could use the closet. I basically, I had all my fleeces and large bulk fiber, fiber hidden away in this guest room closet where no one could really see it. And I don't have that luxury right now. So I'm just questioning my storage options for my fleeces, and I'm not really sure what I'm going to do with them. And I think that is my biggest holdup for the room. But it's functional. I'm just not exactly sure I'm happy with what I've got going on in terms of my fleece storage. So we shall see if I can figure that out. And that is what I've got going on in spinning my wheels. This time around, I am all spun up about taking a class. In my crafting career, my knitting and spinning career, I have never, not once, taken a formal class on any of this stuff. I have pretty much taught myself from books, I've gotten a little bit of help from friends, and but I've never taken a class like of any sort, formally had any formal instruction on anything. But for Maryland Sheep and Wool this year, I decided that I wanted to take a class, like a, a workshop. So I took two. I took one, well, both of the workshops that I took were with J.C. Boggs Faulkner of Insubordinate and Ply Magazine fame. And I am so happy that I did. She's so wonderful and so knowledgeable and such a pleasure. Her teaching style was wonderful. I really learned a lot from her. The class I took was on plying and ply structure. So we talked all about the impact that your singles have on your final yarn and learned different methods. Like I'd never done any cable plying before, so that was pretty neat to learn that. I mean, I'd made um, plenty of two-ply and three-ply yarns, but really understanding the impact that your singles have on your final yarn is, it was pretty cool just to learn all that stuff and understand how I can make the yarn that I want 
by thinking about the plying as I'm making my singles. That was pretty cool. I enjoyed the class and the only thing that would have made it better was had it been like a whole day class. We like squeezed so much stuff into a four hour workshop and I think like an all day class with her would have been just phenomenal and fantastic. So I, it just has, I'm very proud of myself for branching out and taking a workshop, something I'd never ever done before. And I'm so, so glad that I did. It was really great to meet JC Boggs. And I hope I get the chance to take something with her again in the future. I would love to take an all day spinning class with her. I signed up, I actually have like in my queue, a craftsy class with her, her, um, it's drafting. So I can't wait to see that. Like her, I really like her instruction style and can't wait to see how that translates into like an on-demand course through Craftsy. That should be pretty wonderful. And I'm excited and I'm proud of myself for branching out and learning something new. Well, it looks like it is time to spin off this episode of Spin Control. I think it's a little shorter than the last couple I've recorded, but I wanted to make sure I got something out sooner rather than later. I am looking forward to the weeks ahead. I've got a lot of adventures in mind, and I can't wait to share them all with you. And if you get the opportunity, head on over to the Ravelry board. We've been exchanging some info over there, and hopefully in the next couple weeks, I will have some sewing pictures to share on the Ravelry board because I've got a huge stack of chore sewing that is waiting for me and now that the craft room is in just about as much order as I'm going to get it in, I will be able to get some work done in there. As always, oh, I have something new. After holding out for a very long time, I have joined Instagram. I was, I'm pretty active on Twitter and I kept seeing all these people's pictures or um, updates and they just kept linking to Instagram. So I, after holding out for way too long, I joined Instagram and I've been sharing lots of photos over there and you can find me on Instagram under Forever Handmade. Thank you so much to everybody for tuning in and as always you can get the details about this episode and all the past episodes at spincontrolpodcast.com. You can email me at a joyfulgirlknits at gmail.com, catch me on Ravelry as a joyful girl or follow me on Twitter as a joyful girl made and now Instagram as Forever Handmade. Thanks again, guys. I'll talk to you soon.